his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. We are back. We have the beach and coming. I can't get over it. Bernie, get over here if you would for a minute, please. Uh, we've got a text from a wedding cake maker. This person makes them, and uh, he or she, we don't know if it's a man or a woman, uh, said this is the best wedding cake. A white cake with Swiss meringue buttercream and fresh strawberry filling. Oh, uh, guys, how does that sound? That actually does sound pretty good, even though I'm a huge chocolate fan. I almost go in that direction all the time, but that sounds delicious. Buzzy, does that sound good? Buzzy stepped out for a second. Oh, <laughs> we got to put it on the log, Tony. <laughs> we must log in. Buzzy's, now he's here. Uh, Buzzy. Oh, well, then he doesn't know because she already said it. Here, Bernie, come back here. Come on back here. We got a text from a wedding cake maker who said the best wedding cake is... A white cake with Swiss meringue buttercream and fresh strawberry filling. Okay, Buzzy. Mr. Waterboy, what do you think of that? Sounds delicious. (laughs) Okay. On with the show. (laughs) Have a piece now. (laughs) It does sound good. I wish we had some now. And this is from a wedding cake maker. Uh, We're going to go to Olson's. And uh, and get a fabulous wedding cake. I can hardly wait. Now let's go to uh, Kathy is on line three from uh, South Buffalo. Kathy, you're on WBEN. Hi. I wonder Hi. if we'd be in the same situation if the cop that killed Floyd was black. That's my first point. And I think the answer to the feelings of mistreatment by police would be if black neighborhoods the precinct in that neighborhood housed all black police officers, and it was over like an oversight committee of black community leaders. Well, black on black is the pre- predominant uh, crime. Uh, however, what we saw, I think, whether it was uh, a black uh, person uh, doing the killing or a black person being killing, was so repulsive to us as a society uh, that I can understand. I had the same reaction everybody else did. Yes. It was it was murder being committed on what we assume was like live television. It was revolting. It was, uh, and, and so that's what caused it. I know, but it's just really awful that, that what happened happened. I mean, it was it was terrible, and I can't understand why the other police officers didn't stop him. But that beside that, the violence by the blacks looting and burning and all the mayhem and sanity has done more to damage the black and white relations than anything else they could have well, done. 
Well, I'll tell you, if George Floyd had been murdered by uh, a, a black officer, you're right, it, it would not have caused an uproar no. because they couldn't say uh, treatment of blacks as a whole. But the bottom line is it brings a fresh awareness to things going on out there. If, if somebody, here's another thought, if somebody had not had a telephone handy to uh, get a video of it, we would not have even known it. That could have happened. They take him away in an ambulance. He dies on the way to the hospital. And we would have known somebody died, but that's all we would have known. But so instead, uh, we, we get the whole thing. If the neighborhoods, the black neighborhoods, were policed by black police officers, like I said, with an oversight committee of black community members, I think this would stop a lot of this uh, racism that goes- well I, I don't know if that's an answer uh, simply because if you watch a show like cops you see uh, over the course of 30 years you see that it doesn't matter if, if you're a criminal and you happen to be black it doesn't matter if the cop is black there's no there's no uh, and the cop doesn't give anything extra and the uh, the, uh, the bad guy doesn't uh, expect anything extra. I don't think that uh, that goes into the equation at all, but I understand what, what you're saying. Okay, thanks for the call. Uh, let's see. Do you guys think it, uh, it would have mattered? I don't think, I think so. I think we would not have known about it had not been recorded. And if it was black on black, I don't think uh, that would have been the spark to start this. Well, the, I've said all along the media is the biggest problem this country is facing and how they fan uh, division within the country. They... Uh, you know, promote fear, whether it's coronavirus or anything else. Uh, I saw that there was a story about a month or two before George Floyd was murdered. There was a uh, white guy in Dallas, Texas, I believe, who was killed in a similar manner that George Floyd was killed. The officer had his knee on his neck and he was crying for help and uh, and he died. There's no mention of that in the media anywhere. Nobody made a big deal about it. And uh, I, I think that's proof of where we are with the media. Uh, who was it? Denzel Washington uh, said something. He says, you want to stop racism? All right. Instead of saying a white cop killed an unarmed black man, why don't we say a cop killed an unarmed man? Take yeah. the color out of the story. But they always put the color in it. I'll tell you what it's got for sensationalism. To me. I'll tell you what got to me. First of all, it was long. He had his knee on his neck for a long time. But the part that got to me, and it tore my heart out, is when I saw this giant of a man. He was 6'6". He's taller than me. 6'6", bigger than me, stronger than me, probably more athletic than me. Uh, his dying words were asking for his mother. Oh, God, I can, I can barely say it. Uh, it. It just brings tears to my eyes. And so the anger of seeing what happened and then the anguish of knowing what his last words were is more than I could handle and apparently more than a lot of other people could handle too. We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. Let's go to line four. That would be Daryl in Medina. Nothing could be finer on News Radio 930 WBN. Hello, Daryl. Yes, we have a street down here that's named for you, by the way. Uh-oh, I can hardly wait to hear what that is. Idiot Drive or something? Yeah, it's Beach Drive. Oh, Beach Drive. Okay, I'll take that. That's nice. Good. Thank you, Daryl. Cheer. 
I'm, I'm, <laughs> you, I, don't know, I may just go up and take some adhesive tape and just write Sandy on it and stick it on. Oh, how sweet. Don't deface it, though. No. They don't, don't want to think I'm setting up my own shop. Do <laughs> it just to see if, see if anybody would pay attention. Oh, yeah. I, I could hand out tents and we could all live there. That would be very nice. I, uh, the only thing I could say about the, the subject of the day is I can't use four-letter words on the, on the air. No, you can't. That, no. no. But I got something I got. I had some, I got some bad news last night. What's that? A friend that had cancer. And he, of course, you know, he rehabbed on all that. It was brain cancer, by the way. Well, oh, I got a call earlier in the week. They said he had pleurisy. He said he had pleurisy, and he was, you know, he was coughing blood. He was coughing all his blood up. Well, he wound up having to go in. To, uh, it finally got so bad he had to go in, and they put him in ICU for a day and then in a regular bed for two more days. Well, the doctor told him they had to get him out of that they had to get him out of the hospital because they were afraid he was going to contract COVID. Well, in the process of the thing, they figured that this COVID-19 is actually three flu. The doctor seems to think it's three different flu strains together. Oh, really? I had not heard that. Wow. Well, you know who I wish we haven't heard from in a while? Peter in Ontario. The doctor. Oh, that's right. Uh, he's a he's an epidemiologist. And so I, the, that would be good to hear from him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he used to be on uh, regularly, a couple times a week at least. But we haven't heard from him. Uh, maybe his uh, work is keeping him extra busy. Well, you, uh, do you have a uh, do you have a number of uh, your frustration level going up to a hundred uh, being the worst uh, uh, regarding COVID and it, oh. the things it's done to impact your life? I don't know if I, if, let's put it this way. If I was holding a firecracker with the shortness of my fuse, I'd probably blow my hand off. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm sorry you have a short fuse. And I think you're about most. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to run. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you very much. Okay, next up would be from Tonawanda on line two. We've got Bob. Bob, you're on WBEN. Oh, we had Bob. But Bob was gone. Bob was there, but he isn't there now. So I know how we can attract Bob to the radio station, but we really don't know how to keep Bob attracted to the radio. Is that right, Buzzy? Yes, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Is Buzzy gone too? No, no I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I, I, I was doing my... Uh, my Seinfeld, you know how to take a reservation. You just don't, you just know, don't how know how, to, how hold. to hold a reservation. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Seinfeld because when Tony said he got his hot tub, I was thinking about Kramer's hot tub oh, yeah. that he had right in his apartment. And Tony, if you want to save money, you can make a soup. Uh, just put some uh, soup ingredients while the water is really hot and you could have soup and a hot tub. Just have Newman come and uh, stir it around. Oh, Newman. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Newman. Let's go to Mary in Lancaster, who's going to ask me how much time she has. On line five. Mary, you're on WBN. No, I'm not going to ask you how much time. <laughs> I'm glad I finally got through. Um, 
actually, when you talk to those two other ladies, like Anne and, and uh, the other one, say, what am I? And Ella, yeah. What am I, chopped liver? <laughs> no, no, you're a woman. Okay. You are a woman. I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry I did not include you. I should have. I don't want to waste your time anymore. Uh, the, the question is about this um, shutdown and everything. Yeah, the first question is uh, the, the CHOP thing is over. What have we learned from it? We learned, I think, I learned and a lot of people learned about how ignorant these mayors and governors can be. They are so politically correct that they don't give a damn about their constituents. There's, they pander to, the, to these uh, groups. Why don't they do, remember um, Jim Mora? When he that coach, I used to love. Yeah, him. yeah, he used to uh, coach the Saints uh, one time. What he would, I would love to see somebody like like a Jim Moore stand there and say, just clear the bleeps out of here and enforce the law, not pander to them like these this mayor. And- they they do pander, and I don't understand how they think they are going to look better for their constituents, how it's going to be healthier for their state or their uh, local community. I don't know what they gain by it. Nothing. And it, the, the point is, uh, what people can do is, like you say, the frustration level. Mine is like uh, 95 with an asterisk, because I think there should be a new scale, you know, like a up to, like, say, beyond 95 is a, is a Jim Mora. You know, just start getting... Well, if you go to 100, that's that's the boiling point. The boiling. 100 means you are totally disgusted. You totally got agita. You can't wait till it's over, and nothing will be the same until it is. The people should, in those areas and anywhere across the United States should look at these mayors and, and look at leaders like that and say, what have you done for me? I'm... They, the people should start demanding that they be served, not these. Well, the scary part is that they're elected by people who aren't there, but they're people of the same mind right. as uh, as the governor or the or the mayor. So maybe they're not unhappy with the, what they're getting. Maybe they're uh, egging them on, and we don't know it. The thing is, I people should do what, what I did yesterday. I called my legislators, and I'm calling. I'm asking everybody, call your legislators and demand you be served. These people were elected to serve you, not these pander to these protesters. And if they don't start working for the people that, that elected them, they had better start, you know, thinking twice about trying to run for office again. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, you got to put the fear of God into them yeah. like they're going to be former uh, executives and no longer in needed nor wanted. So, I, I just can't believe the lack of leadership. That, and I, I don't know, it just happens, I guess, that they're all Democrats, or maybe that's just a part of what they have and what they bring to the table and get used to it if you want to vote for them. Change the scale to the Mora scale. You get to Jim Mora, you say, start ripping off our dead ice. I love that, watching that guy with those sparkly eyes. I still love to watch him. And he used to just, he really showed, that's what these coaches, not these. Uh, and, and let the cops do their jobs. Like, let the cops do their jobs. Instead of having the cops stand there and be humiliated by a bunch of punks, that's all they are, and these cops are standing there very professionally and uh, being yelled at from an inch away from their face. And they, uh, I, I, I couldn't do that. I can tell you right now, I would punch their lights out before they knew it. Same thing. Uh, I, there's no way I could stand there and be humiliated like that. But they do it because they're professional. Goodell should 
uh, hold up some. Oh, Goodell, what a joke. Come on, Goodell, please. Goodell? Well, you're talking about pandering. They're really pandering. Uh, Goodell says that they encourage people to show their, their you know, their unhappiness, and he, he'll join with you. Could you Boy, does he, does, I don't think he knows what he's getting into. Where's Morris? You should ask him what he would do in a situation like this to those players. I think we need General George Patton from World War II yes. to be the commissioner of the National Football League, and you'd find out what happened in a hurry. You if, if he can do Rommel, he can certainly do Chop. Hey, it'll be one hand tied behind his back, you could do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Mary. And, Mary, you are one of our favorites. Okay? I didn't want Mary to feel uh, bad or left out. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-930. Also, I'm asking, my two, are both of my guys in the studio? Yes, we are here. Okay. I, I would like to nominate General George Patton to be NFL commissioner. Okay, <laughs> dead or alive, who would you like to see as the NFL commissioner? Uh, John Wayne. John Wayne. The How Duke. about you, Buzzy? The NFL commissioner? Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, I think I should be the NFL commissioner. But- You're not tough enough. We need somebody. Oh, we need old blood and guts. Uh, I said, he said John Wayne. I said General George Patton. What do you got? Oh, I'm not good on the spot. That's uh, it's my, my amateurish is showing. How about, how about Gibbs from NCIS? He would be good. You know who would be good? Columbo. Columbo uh, with his raincoat? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, we're not going to do that. However, uh, however, I do think um, tight end for the Chicago Bears, Mike Ditka. Ditka, Ditka would be great. Ditka, okay. don't spit on our carpet. <laughs> we'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Incidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. And we are back with uh, Beach & Company. I'm Sandy Beach. We're asking you a couple of questions. The leaders of CHOP said it's over. Okay? Uh, the mayor yesterday... Actually, he said something that, well, maybe, you know, uh, at least one death had to occur before she got to that point. Three other people shot in a four-day period. Uh, so she finally, I mean, you don't have much choice when it gets to that. 
Uh, however, some other people said that they're in shop. They're physically there. And they said, well, we didn't know. And, you know, oh, find out. But the uh, leader of CHOP said it's over, so I assume it's over. What have we learned? We've learned a lot. We have learned a lot. And I'm not trying to be funny or anything else. We learned that a lot of people are stupid. That's one thing we learned. We, uh, we learned a lot of people are spineless. Uh, the, uh, the people who have the authority, who have been granted the authority to oversee the health of the community uh, for that, uh, that town, um, for Seattle, surely are not proud of the job their mayor did. I would hope not. And the governor seemed like he could be bothered. He couldn't be bothered by it. So I think that's uh, the kind of things we learned, and we learned how important it is to pay attention, even at the mayoral level, to not let boobs like this uh, hold the positions of authority. Let's go. Uh, let me go to line um, one now, and that would be Patrick in Buffalo. Patrick, you're on WBEN. Sandy, I am a 100 percenter. No question. Whoa, right up at the top. Wow. Yep, yep. Um and I think, I think uh, one of the things that we learned from Seattle, from CHOP or whatever they called it, is uh, people really do want borders because that was one of the first things they did was put up a border and stop people from coming in and stop people from leaving, and they wanted ID. So I would think that had they taken it over completely, they probably would have had voter ID for registration as well. That is so funny. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, they built their own walls. And they're against walls, and it's funny because the president went down to mark the 200-mile wall that's being built. Uh, it'll be 400 and something by the uh, end of the year. Yeah, they wanted that. I didn't know they wanted ID, but yeah, they they wouldn't have to show it to vote, but they had to show it to get into chop. Oh, that's funny. And and they like guns, it seems. They they enjoyed having uh, guns to protect themselves. But- yeah, a couple of guys uh, were yesterday. We're showing off. They had the twelve gauge shotguns, and they said they they were protecting the the building they burned down. Figure that out. Uh, the fast food building that they burned down, they were protecting. I don't know what they thought. People were going to come up and get some ash as souvenir or what? Well, as they say down south, bless their hearts. Yeah, the Wendy's the Wendy's is still is safe today. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, what what fools? A couple of fools with uh, 12 gauges protecting a burned-out building. Uh, I have no idea why. Don't ask me. Let's go to line two. That would be Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. Hey, good morning, Sandy. Hello, Bill. Yes, so we have learned some things about this uh, demise of Chaz Chop. We've learned that President Trump was right. He offered his help, um, that he waited and in doing so, he exposed the Democrat leadership there and what is happening because they did not accept his help, and they let this stuff go on. We've learned that this thing self-destructed. We've learned that mob rule is bad and that it's violent because of those shootings and the different assaults that happened. We've also learned that mob rule is godless. I just saw this uh, sign on one of the churches that said the problem with socialism is atheism because we've seen profanity written there. Um, if you looked in different things on online, you've seen sexual graffiti in this chop zone. It's terrible. And even the things that they put, they have that, that slogan where they try to demean the police. Um, we've also seen just yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, more than a dozen businesses now that were in that zone, including an auto repair, 
property management company, and even a tattoo parlor have sued Seattle Wednesday in a 56-page class action lawsuit because they claim that city officials were complicit in what they were doing and in, in letting this thing go on and that it made them feel unsafe in their neighborhoods. Well, the city officials actually delivered right at the beginning, like day one or day two. Uh, they had a list of demands. The city officials actually fulfilled uh, many of the items on their list. So that would add to their argument in a... Uh, in a lawsuit, and I hope they win it. Yeah, and on your other thing at my scale, I'd say I'd be probably 63 on your scale out of 100. Oh, very close to me. In other words, I'm not happy about it, but I can certainly deal with it. Hey, thanks. Uh, Thanks for giving me that information. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-STAR-930. It is uh, Beach & Company, uh, the leaders of CHOP, CHAP, boob, whatever they're calling themselves. CHUMP. Uh, it's over. And what have we learned? Uh, the, the president, I'm sure, did not want to give them a photo op. Uh, like right now, they're guarding the national monuments around Washington with National Guard, okay? Because they said they were going to come tonight at 7 o'clock. Now, who announces things like this? They said they're going to come at 7 o'clock and uh, they're going to burn down that Lincoln uh, statue. Okay, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation one. Of all, of all the ones, okay, they're going to burn that one down. Uh, so it, it kind of shows that it does not ha- they don't have any sense of history at all. Uh, so the, um, the president, who has a, uh, there is a contingent of National Guard for D.C., and uh, they're under the direct control of the president. And so uh, he sent, I think, 400... Uh, people in the guard to guard uh, the, uh, the the important things in Washington. Think about it like that, though. Here's one thing I totally disagree with. They're going unarmed. Unarmed. Now, obviously, the last thing anybody wants, at least uh, any sane people want, is is gunfire. But I'm saying, what if it breaks out and the troops are not um, are not armed? What if some moron who's a civilian starts firing on the troops and they're unarmed? What are they going to do? They're going to have to run back to the barracks? Do they have a truck full of arms ready to be deployed if necessary? See, I think any time you're put in a position where your life could be in danger, and I don't think that's an overstatement. These people get nuts. I think you should be allowed uh, to be armed, especially if you're wearing the uniform. If you're wearing the uniform, you should not be put at at uh, at a disadvantage to somebody who might take advantage of the fact that you're not carrying any kind of uh, self uh, uh, self defense weapons. Let's put it that way. I'm sure they'll have the flashbang grenades and things like that, uh, but I hope that's a, I hope it's enough, and I hope it keeps it under control tonight. Let us take a break. Uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Let us go to uh, line one, my friend Don uh, in Pennsylvania. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony, on this wonderful day. It is a wonderful day. Tomorrow's going to be even a little more wonderful. I'm going to see if you have a good memory. Uh, When we were in high school, uh, Lemonster always had good championship uh, football teams. Uh, Notre Dame in Fitchburg had an outstanding basketball team 
and the leader of that basketball team later became a politician and an office holder. Do you remember who it was and what office he held? No idea. All right. Uh, his name was, uh, let's see, he was mayor of Fitchburg, okay? And his name was, I think, Brody, John Brody. Okay. Okay, see? My memory, huh? Pretty sharp, Don. Well, uh, I was never accused of having a good memory, and, and right, <laughs> I certainly don't. I, I can't remember anything. No, it's Bill Broder. That's it. Not John Brody. John Brody was a disc jockey I worked with. Bill Broder. Uh, he became uh, Mayor of Fitchburg. When I went back to visit my sister, uh, Beverly, uh, years ago, uh, I found that out. I was surprised. I didn't know he was a politician. What's on your mind today? Well, we're talking about uh, CHOP. CHOP, yes. How are you on CHOP? What's going on? Well, I'm glad to hear that uh, they consider it over. Well, I certainly don't consider it over. Uh, where's the accountability? I mean, I'm glad that phase one might be over, but there better be at least a phase two where there's some accountability, where somebody's going to pay the price for what they've done, for the disruption they've caused in the community. I mean, just don't say it's all over and, and, and make like it never happened. You brought up an excellent point, Don. I'll tell you why. There is a lawsuit being filed, class action, uh, by the uh, some of the uh, people who have businesses in that area where they occupied. It is against the uh, town, or the city, actually. It's against the city saying they did not uh, provide protection. Now, if they win, here's the sad part about it. If they win, we're happy that they won, but guess who pays for that? The taxpayers. So the innocent people who live in Seattle, if they lose that lawsuit, they will have to pay for everything that CHOP did to the city. It seems like they're getting it uh, twice in the uh, in the rear. That's for sure. I mean, the taxpayers are always on the losing end. It doesn't seem to matter what why they are on the losing end, but they always seem to end up there. Yeah, and so they got to um, uh, not only, uh, I don't know what if insurance covers that. I assume that would be called a riot or something. I don't know if that's covered by uh, homeowners or business insurance, uh, but uh, they're going to try and get money, and I think they'll have a pretty good case, and so the taxpayers will have to pony it up. That's a, it's a shame, but uh, that, that's the way life is. Uh, but, uh, again, uh, if, if they didn't allow it to start with, uh, then the taxpayers wouldn't have to be hit with that. Okay, now you you have the facade of a quiet guy, but I know you can be uh, you can be angered. So, what is your anger level up to a hundred on the COVID uh, thing? The the difference in your life, what you can't do, uh, what what has changed? Uh, zero to a hundred. Where are you? Well, as we speak, I would be at a good 90. Now, if you had asked the same question a week ago, I would have been closer to 100 because uh, baseball is supposedly coming back, which I'm very happy about. But those are, but the fact that it even we even had this problem to start with uh, annoys me beyond belief. I had tickets for a couple of music shows that have gone and never happened, and they were changed to a different time. And that was already been changed to next year for both of them. Uh, that that's annoying. Uh, and, and along with sports, I mean, 
football, I mean, basketball and hockey never ended. Uh, hopefully they'll go back and do something to finish it, but it, it, it's just not the same. Well, we've missed four trips overseas, four. Yeah. We still have one that's still alive, and that's January of next year uh, to Australia. But uh, we lost Russia, and we lost two to Poland and Alaska. Uh, so that that's not fun either, uh, sitting around waiting for the world to clear up. I'm sorry to hear that uh, because, uh, you know, that's a personal thing with you. And uh and Bernadette, I, I understand that. I heard you talk about it before. Yeah, I'm going to bring Bernadette with me. <laughs> yeah, the lovely Bernadette. You better. You better. Oh, I will. Well, you'll see. Wait till you see, because you're going to be at the wedding. Wait till you see how beautiful she looks in this dress. I mean, it's it's really marvelous. And I can hardly wait till that day. And that's uh coming up in a couple months so good okay don have a good weekend one more thing okay i was very fortunate to have met her once before at one of your stellar occasions and she looked beautiful then so i have no qualms that she'll be looking even more beautiful when that's wonderful you smooth talking devil you no Uh, i (laughs) with reality all right thank you don Appreciate it. Thank and thank you for the call. Let's see. We got a couple minutes to John in East Aurora, line four. John, you're on uh, WBEN. Hello, John. I think he's gone. Sandy, John, oh, there he is. Sorry about that. I... Oh, there's there's John. Yes. Uh, what's on your mind today, John? Yes, sir. Group in Groton, by the way. Many trips to Fitchburg. Oh, okay. Groton. Yeah, one of our neighbors. We used to play him in basketball. Wow. Yeah, what's going on? A couple of things. Uh, the interesting uh, thing with the chop is, you know, they, they claim to follow Karl Marx, but if you read any of Marx's writings, uh, he was probably one of the worst racists uh, up there with Margaret Sanger, the father of Planned Parenthood, and so forth. But I, I wanted to just really quickly slip this in. He had a gentleman I heard earlier who talked about the COVID numbers. And I, I just yesterday got a good friend of mine who is a male uh, nurse, uh, RN up at a nursing home in Wisconsin. And really quick, he said that he, a couple of days ago they had a patient die. The patient tested negative for COVID, never tested positive, yet the coroner came in and said, well, she had COVID-like symptoms, therefore we'll put down COVID as the cause. We've heard, we've heard of that being done, and there's a, uh, I think there's a reason nobody's talking about. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, let me get this straight. Uh, Bernie, am I right on this? If, if you die of COVID, your life insurance is not required to, that we've been told this, not officially by any insurance company, but we've been told this anecdotally, that if you die of COVID, your your life insurance will not pay. It's worth checking, certainly, but that sounds uh, a, a reason why uh, it might go that way and make a decision. There were like symptoms. We're not sure it was COVID, but we'll list it as COVID. Okay, thank you for the call. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah, we, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. We should check that out to be sure, but we were told that by a medical person i do not know uh we didn't check it to see if it's true but that would be important because it's considered uh oh by the insurance company yeah the insurance company uh, would not want to pay it we'll see okay well it's been an interesting show i had a lot of action today and thanks to all of you 
And uh, we'll see the rest of you on Monday, Monday, Monday on now, News Radio. Sandy, Monday. make sure you go in and you put the ointment on your back, cover those marks up, and uh, they'll heal. Don't worry, they'll heal up. You think I'm? You think I'm whipped? Do I think? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Do I think? The, the lovely Bernadette. <laughs> oh, oh, I think Tony, we can safely say you that. You are a cruel man. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just getting to... even. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to get some more little friskies. Okay. When you get a little frisky, that's, that makes a good evening, you know what I mean? That about wraps it up. Thanks to all of you for the advice on the uh, on the wedding cake, too. On News Radio 930, WBN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.